the blast from our past network. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back because we love Seinfeld. You love Seinfeld. And we're here for the season five wrap up, baby. I'm Adam. Yeah. I'm Corey. Yeah, that's right. So today we are talking all of our, you know, season five, the accumulation of what has been happening the last 20 plus episodes and just being like, okay, how does this season compared to others what are our overall thoughts on it um yeah like there were some absolute all-time classic moments wow in this season Mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean it it makes me hard up to think is this have we reached peak seinfeld season right here Corey? (laughs) i mean if you say yes i'd be like yeah i i don't i can't deny that because this season was fan-fucking-tastic yeah um now here's one of the things that I would kind of say about this season, I wouldn't say these are the top single episodes for a lot of them. Some of them, some of them, absolutely. I get, well, I don't know. All right. You know what I want to, I brought up, I, I pulled up IMDb's top episodes list. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the way IMDb kind of people rank them. And here's one of the really weird things for me. So they've got uh, like the contest up there tied. Take a guess what the is tied on on uh on IMDb's rating system as being the uh the other best episode it's from this season Th- this season with uh, a 9 with a 9.6 the contest has a 9.6 as does uh, one of these other episodes i i think the opposite how the hell did you know that because i noticed it when i was uh <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> and the funny thing is i never look at those but when i was looking at imdb for um paul gleason today you know in in that episode i just happened to glance and notice i was like it was in the nines and i was like holy shit okay yeah. all right but yeah dude and you know we were just fresh off of that episode and we just talked about it last week as you all heard and we were a little bit unimpressed by that one just a smidge it wasn't one of our favorites but i'm looking at like my yeah. list of this season of like re- just i'm looking at numbers just review numbers mm-hmm. and i see a lot more fives on here than than i think i've ever seen before there's a lot of good episodes this season there are looking looking on s uh, not snl looking on imdb's <laughs> top 10 three of the top 10 come from season five. Oh, uh, read, read them read them to us what's uh, the so, imdb say the INDB gives the opposite with a 9.6 tied with the contest. That's ridiculous. Um, it's not as good as the contest. No. Uh, and then it's got in its sixth place, the marine biologist, mm. which we both liked. I liked it just a little bit less than you, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and then in the 10th slot is the Hamptons, which I think is a pretty, you know, well-received and, and well-known episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but those, those are the top 10. I'm trying to think of the find the next the next episode that is in this season. Oh, we're going down. It's not until. Oh, wow. Okay. There we go. The next one is 47. Wow. 
Well, so it's three of the top ten, and then forty-seven is what I'm seeing. What, what was what? What is uh, that the, one? The mango, which we both really oh, liked. I love that episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert: that that might be in my top three of yeah. this season with an, an eight point six. Okay, um, so it's good. Yeah, but that, that's a that's a that's a lot of in between. Where I find that interesting because I thought and I felt, and you'll see with some of my numbers, this was a far more consistent season, and so. The fact that there's not a little bit more of these episodes um, in, you know, more close together in some of their quality. I Well, one, IMDb people are stupid. Um, we're correct. Um, you know, we're, we're the Seinfeld, you know, uh, super fans. And, and who are they? They're no one. They're IMDb. Actually, I think their ratings are from, like, all over the place. So from yeah. everybody. Anybody yeah, don't they pull it. them from, like, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that, I'm sure, or whatever. Well, yeah. 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 It's it's fan choice, though. So. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah. so what is your what is your gut tell you about this season? My gut tells me this is um, – I think it's probably going to be the most consistent season of Seinfeld that we've had. Um, I have a feeling there's going to be some fantastic episodes that are going to still come our way, but I think there's going to be a lot more – very middle of the pack. I think we're going to have some more 2.5s and 2s coming up. Um, you know, I don't expect to see another 1 or 1.5 one like like I gave uh, to The Trip and The Trip Part 2, which was um, started off Season 4. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think those are going to come across as my least favorite. Now, maybe I remember... Everybody says... when I'm we, We're both in, like, some Seinfeld Facebook groups and whatnot. People hate Puerto Rican Day Parade. Uh, and also people hate... The finale. I have a feeling I'm not going to hate them nearly as much as I did the trip. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I think there's going to be some more ups and downs, a little bit more of a roller coaster in some of those quality where this one, um, I think rode, you know, pretty, pretty like a high plateau for a little bit, most of it, a little bit less variation. Yeah, no, uh, I think you're correct. And, in, in, in consistency is, is the key here. I see a lot of fours, 4.5s, a lot of fives in my, my list. Um, you know, but a couple twos and, and 2.5, yeah. but no, no ones, man. Mm-hmm. I do truly believe and I can feel pretty safe saying it that yeah, the trip is probably the bottom of the barrel of all of Seinfeld yeah. for for me. That doesn't mean I won't give maybe something else a one, but man, the trip just just sucked balls. And I'm I'm yeah. glad that that's just so far in our rear view now. It's it's you know essentially what I guess two full seasons behind us at this point, thankfully. Yes. So yeah, it, it just, but it but consistently, man, this season just delivered like you know just so many just solid fours. Now I. Can't can't remember when you started ranking every single episode on like the same scale that I did. Was it was it starting in season four where you started giving your numbers on every single one? I mean, I thought I always gave numbers, but I never tracked I them. That was, I never wrote them down. Maybe, that was the maybe but I wrote them all down this season, guys. Season five, okay. I got them all staring in front of me because okay. the last two, the last few uh, wrap ups, I would have to scramble on the day of yeah. us recording <laughs> to try to figure out what the hell I because because just and just so you guys know how how the sausage gets made as a podcaster, man. Once I've edited the episode and it's out in the ether, I don't think a single iota about it ever again. So I, I and I've pre- actually had that where I've been on a another podcast and i felt like i needed your notes and you're like yeah i threw that away <laughs> yeah it like, was um it was the uh the tr- throwback trivia takedown or something it was yes. the, yeah you like, were the hey. host you were the host and like okay i need hey man can i have your questions because you Done. had because you have to create the way we have that set up you create 
honestly, it's 10 extra questions that don't even get used. And I was like, hey, you already wrote those questions. Maybe I could use them for a future episode. And you're like, yeah, I threw that, that shit away. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I know. I purge. I, I mentally purge an episode immediately. Yeah. But I am staring at this list. I do wish I had this, you know, going back the other seasons. I do wish I had something like that. But I am staring at this one, man. And it is so fucking consistent. So much more solid mm-hmm. impact yeah. than, than other ones, you know? Yep. Do you want to, you want to, where do you want to, because we do have a couple uh, of our personal favorites, you know, and least favorites. Do you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with our least favorites or our favorite episodes this season? Uh, start with, our, I'll just start with, how about we start with our least, then we have our little special ranking <laughs> yep, and we yep. finish with our, our, our top. Okay. Okay. okay? That sounds good. That's um, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So my bottom three and it was, uh, it's easy enough, especially with our numbers that yeah. we do. So my third from the bottom was the glasses okay? So uh, that I gave that one a three, and I look, I gave like three or four other episodes a three. And when I kind of gone went back and kind of looked at my notes on them, um, ultimately I do think the glasses was kind of like that slightly lower side of the three uh, where the other ones were. That's where you know George, you know he can he can kind of see with and out yeah. without his glasses, and it's kind of like eh, it's kind of meh. You know, it's an okay, it's a fine episode. Yeah. Um, and then my, or what? Then what's yours? Uh, or, yeah. yeah, my my third, what? Yeah, um, is the the stand-in. Uh, yeah, like you said, mm. with the numbers, it's easy because my yeah. my three lowest are two twos and one two point five. So the the stand-in, I gave a two point five. I rem- you know, we loved uh, Mickey, but there was a lot of problems that we had with that yeah. episode surrounding Mickey. Yep, that was another three of mine that I had yeah. to compare. Um, you know, as to how good was it? But you're right. Uh, and this, that is one thing I kind of wanted to bring in. Very happy that we're going to get Mickey in the future. You mm-hmm. know, we've already mentioned that before. Um, but that is a, a pleasant thing about this season. Um, you know, it's and things are things are looking up for the next seasons, too. Like, you know, as we talked about in the last episode, they're all set up. And I know where they're going. We're going to we're going to get Mr. Pitt soon. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Um, Putty. We're going to get we're going to get more Yankee stuff. Very excited about that. So. Yeah, and we're gonna get Putty eventually. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready for Putty. I'm ready. I like, and you know what? He probably comes in at a good time where we've been with this the main four for so much. Um, kind of getting another another extra person in there. Uh, and we hell, we still need Banya. We still need mm-hmm. um, uh, the dentist. Um, oh my God, Brian Cranston. Why is it escaping yeah. my head? Uh, yeah, I know. The, uh, oh my gosh. And you made you made it go out of my head too. I know. <laughs> but we, oh, we well. also have Lloyd Braun coming. Uh, or yeah. should I say the proper well, the proper Lloyd Braun? Yeah. Hashtag my my Lloyd Braun. <laughs> my Lloyd Braun. <laughs> yeah. We got um, that. So we know we have some good shit coming in season six and and onwards too. Yes. So what was your uh, second to second. least favorite? My second to least favorite was the opposite. We had ah. just talked about it. It had some writing issues. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, still some enjoyable stuff. And but but for when it comes to comparing it to other Seinfeld episodes, it's a meh middle of the pack, lower middle of the pack Seinfeld episode. Yeah. For me. It wasn't I mean it wasn't in my lowest, but it was in a in a straight middle fall fell right in the middle. Yeah. And 
weirdly, <laughs> weirdly, we had a little conversation offline in between recording the two episodes, and I should have, mm-hmm. you know, said it, said it on the actual episode. But yeah. I, I wanted that episode to to be higher. Like I wanted more mm-hmm. from the opposite. Um, even though I thought that that Jerry and George's arcs and their stories were were strong, but you know, this is still a four person show, and it would be nice to see you know Elaine and and Kramer having more having more to do in in the opposite is what I, mm-hmm. for me what my biggest problem was they didn't have enough to do and just like we said some of the writing was pretty bad in that episode it lacked a lot of setups is what we realized yeah. um, and actually one of them that I missed that we didn't really talk about uh, was Rachel breaking up with Jerry there was no formation of reasons as to why she did she just kind of was like all right I'm just gonna break up with you and it didn't. We've seen her for like three episodes at least, and it's like, well, we're kind of almost invested in the relationship more than really any other relationship that Jerry had, and so it didn't make much sense. It's just all of a sudden she's done, and he's just like, okay, whatever. And I get that that's part of the comedy, but at the same time, like, well, where the fuck did that come from, Rachel? Yeah, it it, it feels like it feels like Padme having to die at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Well, it's like <laughs> she's like, well, I guess I have to die now, even though there's died of a broken nothing heart wrong with me, you whatever know, because yeah. I'm not in the other movies. So I guess it's uh, time to die now. And it felt like for for her in this in, in Seinfeld, it felt like, OK, well, this season's over. Time for me to go now, I guess. And you're <laughs> right. It Honestly, that's she's probably. Well, so far, what we've seen Jerry's girlfriends, she's been the one that's been around the most. And then moving mm-hmm. forward, I can't think of another girlfriend that will last this many episodes. I mean, I could be wrong. Could totally be wrong. But at this point, so. we're pushing – are we pushing three or four episodes with her? If you count – even though this one was like a smidge, like well, she wasn't a- in it all that much in this one. But So yeah, would this be the fourth there. one? Well, this is, I guess, if you want to say the fourth episode when they've been together, uh, but there was one episode she wasn't in. Like, so she was in Schindler's List, um, that episode, and then she wasn't in the next one, and then she came back for the Hamptons. Right. And then for, and then uh, this one. And so it's like, so I guess they were still together in that in-between episode, but, um, you know, she, I guess, whatever. But so, so I think she only was in three episodes, though. Okay, but I mean, that's still more than we usually ever see any of Jerry's girlfriends. Now, of course, yes. Putty, we'll see, like, Putty will do that. We'll see that with Elaine, but yeah. we won't see that. And we'll see it with George, with, you know, Susan, Susan obviously, yeah. but not Jerry. never, Not nope. Jerry or Kramer, for that matter. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, my third least or my, my next to worst one is uh episode 17 the wife and as much as uh yep. you know as much as we liked courtney cox or i guess i liked courtney cox you like courtney it, cox yeah. better than i do yeah i it's just it that that episode just fell flat too so yep. you know unfortunately that's the way these no. things go it's yeah it's an, it's obvious that was that was my least favorite it's the only one that i gave a two this season um i just did not think it was as strong as other ones. Oh, so that um, one's that one's actually your least favorite then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did, did we do as do we do as opposite? I did mine counting from my third least yeah. favorite to yeah. my least favorite. Yeah. So now, yeah, and that was my second to. So I still I still have my least favorite. So I thought your second to least favorite was the stand-in. Or no, that was your third. Least so yeah. Favorite. So for me, it goes the stand-in, the wife, and then I still have one more as my. Oh, least okay. Favorite. Well, then I jumped. I jumped the gun a That's little bit fine. on Howard's end, but yes. but it was segue. Yeah. You you so so this segue. led into yours. So this is so this is your least favorite then of the season. Absolutely. Okay. okay. All right. Well, no, that's the fine. Wife. That's perfect. We talk about that. So, yeah. So yeah. you gave this. This was the only two that you gave all season, correct? It was. Correct. Okay. 
And yeah. I know here's the thing. Like I and and just all right, spoiler alert, my next episode my my least one, my number one is gonna be uh the lip reader. But I think that took a dip hard on for me when during the episode you <laughs> yeah. called out something and I can't remember exactly what it was, but you called it was out her it was her sign. Her sign, she did the sign for one thing, but that went against how Kramer read it. It it made it made no sense right. as to why he read it that way. And that like for me created this like catastrophic meltdown like you know of things <laughs> happening to my brain and it just it made me so angry you guys can hear it. you can literally hear me on on that episode like mentally changing my thoughts about that episode and yeah and so forever and maybe you know maybe I was a little bit harsh on it I don't know but you know what that is one thing that I do love about doing this podcast with Adam uh, a lot of times I'll go into an episode with a score and talking it out with Adam will make me change the score sometimes either for the better it's, or for the worse yeah. and it's, it's happened for me too Absolutely. yeah and it's and neither of us are doing it because the other person it's it's because adam will bring up something or or help me realize something that i didn't see the first time again for better or worse sometimes so for me i go into an episode or i go into an episode of cartwright having an idea of what i'm going to give the mm -hmm. the the review score but knowing full well that at the end in in my wrap-up thing is a complete audible every single time i'm just calling it from my gut right then mm -hmm. and there to be honest with you Okay. Um, so yeah, the lip yeah. reader—that's my number one worst. Okay, fair yep. enough. Yep. Fair enough. Well, I want to do segue with uh, using the lip reader. Is that uh, that was one of our episodes that we got Newman on, and I will say—I mean, I I love Newman. We didn't see Newman really at all during the second half of the season. Yeah, he kind of fell I, off, right? I missed him. I absolutely yeah. missed him the second half. Um, we actually got three episodes in a row with Newman. One of them being the lip reader. The next one was uh, the yogurt episode. And the one after that was the barber episode. And and, and with so the barber, we actually got a, a, a weird couple stingers at the end. Like, that was I, a really weird episode. You But you gave me something special on that episode, and that was <laughs> extra Newman. That was more Newman that I didn't realize was there because of just how weirdly it was edited together yeah. and, like, at the end of a, you know, an end credit scene, which does not happen. Um, and so is a bald, bald Newman <laughs> from getting his hair cut. <laughs> But it was like, okay, I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, extra Newman is always good. Well, you know, pour pour some more Newman on me. Okay, okay. You, but, but like, you calling me out on the whole, like, when it doesn't take place in the apartment or monks, like, at, at known locations, mm -hmm. I'll give it a knockdown, even though that is not always consistent. I remember this season. There was one scene where Newman pops up. I think it was yeah. uh, the, uh, what, the air conditioner or something. Something, something fell on, on him, his yeah. head, Fell on his head, and he's only in it for just that one, like, nanosecond. And you were angry about that. Well, <laughs> I wasn't angry. <laughs> about seeing Newman, I was angry about they didn't utilize him at all. But it was like, literally but just any Newman is good Newman, right? Like any yeah. Newman. <laughs> I just want I I wanted a little bit more. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like it could have it could have used more, especially maybe maybe it's because we just got him bunched up together and I just need spread them out for me spread right. out spread out my new so so maybe if that one particular episode with that one particular scene popped up later when we hadn't seen Newman in a while you might have felt different about it. you might have been like oh yay yeah. I see Newman but because it came at a time where there was so much awesome Newman stuff happening <laughs> yeah you were like Let's what's the that. point of this and then I say to you well no Newman is bad Newman so or right no no Newman is bad no no yeah. no wait it's something's there there it is there right mm -hmm. any newman is good newman there you go sure <laughs> <That'll play. laughs> 
Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, you know, I love the man. But... I, and I just, and you know, I just love busting your balls the same way you yeah. love busting my balls. Yeah. <laughs> Have I ever told you that uh, he graduated from the University of Georgia just like I did? Have I ever told you I'm from Maryland? <laughs> Townsend? <Hey>. What? <laughs> Elaine? Yay! <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then... Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. And now, back to the show. But, but, there, uh, we do have, since, since season six, or I'm sorry, since season five was the season of sleaze, uh, mm-hmm. Adam and I did rank our favorite, you know, girlfriends or, or, or you know, whatever. Doesn't have to be just Jerry's, anybody's and, on there. And I didn't, I didn't do just my favorite, because if I was going over, like, oh, who I just thought was, like, oh, the sweetest and who I'd want to date, maybe that would adjust. Because it's season of sleaze, it's... Who do I want to bone the most? Oh, yeah, dude. That's, I mean, honestly, if I ever pick a favorite of anything, that that is my criteria for all favorites anyway. So, okay. (laughs) Even favorite podcast shows. Yeah. (laughs) How high am I up there, baby? Number one, baby. Yes. All right. So, just rattle off your top three. What were your three favorites that you liked? My uh, third favorite, she is very attractive, and we saw her multiple times, Rachel. From the from multiple episodes, the Schindler's List, yeah, yep, yep, uh, yep, Hamptons, and also we talked about her. I think she is very attractive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she was she was gonna make my list. Um, you know what's funny? I, she was gonna make my list, but in my gut was telling me she was gonna make yours. And honestly, there were a lot of a lot of very attractive women this season. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let Adam have this one because okay. my gut said you were kind of going with that one. Okay. Yeah, I looked at all the different um. All the different girlfriends. So I looked at Kramer's girlfriends for the season, mm-hmm. George's girlfriends for the seasons, and Jerry's girlfriends for the seasons. I ended up picking three Jerry's because Jerry gets the hottest mm-hmm. girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course he does. Uh, yeah, of course he does. All right. So yeah, Rachel's my number three. My number two is Audrey because uh, you know she is from the the Poppy episode. She will mm-hmm. not taste um, the uh, the apple pie. Now, is it weird if I tell you I thought she was hotter as a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely thought she was hotter in that other episode, but she's still very attractive. Well, and even well, even in that one, I mean, one. I think she's the hottest in Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Suzanne oh, Snyder, yeah. uh, when she has like that vibrant red hair, I actually had a huge crush on her as a kid. I believe I talked about it in every episode that she was in uh, Seinfeld here <laughs> and Cartwright, but uh, she didn't make my list. Because hmm. I like her more in Return of the Living Dead Part Two, you know, okay. like so okay. unfortunately. But yeah, Suzanne Snyder, man, she is a beautiful woman. Yeah, very gorgeous. Uh, all right, and then uh, the number one, which actually I think I mentioned it, the episode that it happened or that that we saw her on, um, her cat might have fungus, but I can tell you, man, I'm I, it wouldn't stop me from having to do some dirty things to Tawny, <laughs> uh, which was his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a great episode. Oh, dude. <laughs> good yeah. good ones, buddy. So I, th- very I think she is, picks. yeah, very, very attractive. Uh, all right. So 
I <laughs> I am gonna go my my number three. Um, I had a top I, yeah. I had a top five, so I, I knocked off. Um, okay. I knocked off uh, my top five and four were Marley Marley uh, Matlin, uh, the lip reader, uh, and Courtney okay. Cox because uh, I just love both oh, okay. of them. I thought I thought she might have Cox was gonna maybe hit your number three, so she was right there. Yeah, okay. she was right there, number four. So number three. Gotta love the Gertz, baby. You know, ah, okay. <laughs> you know, I love the Gertz. Uh, yeah. Jamie Gertz, episode twelve, the stall. Loved her in that, and uh, loved her in uh, Lost Boys. So everybody, yes, go check you've, out you, that. <laughs> you've made that clear. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> listened to that episode, they know uh, you're jerking for the Gertzen. <laughs> there you jerking, <laughs> jerking for the Gertzen. <laughs> um, number my number two though is Kimberly Guerrero. She was billed as Kimberly Norris on the episode. Uh, Winona on episode ten, the cigar store Indian. Uh, I knew she was gonna make your list. I I mean every time I see that episode, yeah, like stunning the the word stunning is is what i use for her mm-hmm. um i just i just always found her just to be beautiful um and then my number one baby episode 15 the pie the elaine mannequin <laughs> <laughs> because wow. technically you get to see elaine topless and even as a kid i use that as a reference and i will you can never <laughs> take it away from me ever and i, I will was, always love the elaine mannequin <laughs> i was not expecting the elaine mannequin that's disturbing um, but it was kind of hot when they disrobed right. her and just like ooh damn right because I mean, you can kind of exactly you get in your head what Elaine might look like, and you'd be like, "Okay, because I'm I mean, cool you, with that." You also have to figure when we're watching this on TV. I already have, a, as a kid, I already have a crush on on oh, Elaine. Yeah, you know, I could have sworn you're gonna say, "I already have a boner." <laughs> I, I, I've got a boner, um, but like, I already have a crush on Elaine. And back then, there's no internet, no nothing. Like, so you can't go find like deep. I mean, Christ, guys, we can watch deep fake videos now of you know of of celebrity <laughs> quote unquote celebrities, right? And so it's like. Yeah. As a kid, at that age, like there was no other option. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just mentally take this image and just combine the two, and mm-hmm. we're good. So the Elaine mannequin is my number one favorite of this season. All right, I think I know a uh, Christmas present for you coming up for this year. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Find a find a drill. Get a flashlight and get a, get get one of those mannequins. And we're good to go, baby. Well, shit, man. They got those real dolls now and everything. Oh, like, like you gotta wonder. At some point, we're going to get into a future where just VR, you know, porn, or even holodeck scenarios. And at some point, people are going to, like, create celebrity, you know, mm-hmm. avatars to use and stuff. I mean, just, oh, just I just want to live long enough to get to that point, you know? Yeah. And then, and then, you, uh, and then the Gertz is all mine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle of reading um, uh, Ready Player Two right I, now. Nice. And there's a, there's a whole spot in there where... Well, part of this technology is now you can like you can jump into their oasis and you can like now have all the sensations of feeling and smelling and all that stuff as if you're in there. And there's this whole section uh, kind of where they do kind of talk about, you know, all the perversions, um, (laughs) you know, that that people can just go and just have virtual sex. And it pretty much like, you know, has, you know, eliminated a lot of. well, I don't know if it's eliminated other like sexual transmitted diseases, but you can like you can whatever fantasy you want to do, you can pop in and do it and feel it, and it's just all kind of crazy. And like that's that's the world that I could see maybe down the down the line. That I we, mean, we get into. We're going there. I mean, I think we're in yeah. that direction. I, I think we'll see that, and I think we'll see that within our lifetime. Um, but side note, how how is that uh, book compared to the first? One? I love the first one, by the way. I hated the movie, but I love the book. How yeah, is part I two? Did, I didn't hate the movie. The movie was just 
unfortunately for such an enjoyable book, it became a mediocre film. Right. Um, and that, I think that really hurt it. I'm liking it so far. Okay. I am liking. Uh, I'm only, I'm halfway through. Um, maybe just a little bit over, but I'm curious. I mean, they you know they kind of follow almost not quite the same formula, but it's that's what I liked. Uh, I really like and you know, a lot of good references. Less less good pop culture references so far, and lo- ones that I'm getting because they're getting a little bit more into like the deep cut okay. stuff that I may not know as well. But as for the writing, I'm enjoying it, and I'm a nerd with a lot of this stuff, so I think it's they, they do a good job of like researching some of this nerdy stuff, so yeah, er- I appreciate it. Ernest Klein is fun. I like him, and mm-hmm. I mean, he uh, he also, I think, co-wrote or, or wrote um, uh, Fanboys, that movie Fanboys. With, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie, man. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm an Ernest Klein fan. I figured I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I actually didn't read the first one. I listened to it on Audible, and it was read by Will Wheaton, which was really mm. cool, because even in the first book has a Will Wheaton reference. And yeah. that was that was kind of funny, but he actually he did a great job uh, doing the Audible book. So hey, nice. we're not an Audible uh, review podcast, we're a Seinfeld <laughs> no. podcast. Adam, you want to take us down your favorite episodes this season? All right, our top. three. just wanted me to run through all three of them, or no, do you want to go keep, back and forth? Yeah, let's go back and forth on let's this. Go one. back and forth. Yeah. Okay, so our top three. Uh, my number three is a fantastic episode. When you really like, when I really looked back at, at what it, what it had, all it had in it. It had a black and white cookie look to the cookie. Uh, it had the marble or the babka, the chocolate babka, cinnamon babka. Um, I think a really good episode is the dinner party. Mm. That's my number three. What uh, what number was that episode number? Uh, that was episode number right in the uh, episode 13. 13. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I gave I gave it a four. Yeah, I like that one too. I um, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm like I'm I was like, okay, I'm just gonna pull from the fives, basically. Um, okay. Yeah, that that was a great episode, dude. And I'm sorry, well, so sorry. good. <laughs> so yeah. good. Well, that was that was the first one I think that we did when I came back yeah. from having COVID. <laughs> post, yeah, that will always have the dubious distinction of being the first one we did post Adam's <laughs> bout with COVID. Oh yeah, but hey, oh. that did your bout with COVID did lead us to a bonus episode with me doing with Keisha, um, which was great. Everyone loved it, so that was a lot of fun talking to her. People really enjoyed that, and uh, it was, I'm 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 always so beyond like like appreciative that Keisha mm-hmm. jumped in and, and did that with us, you know, for us basically. So that was that was awesome of her. But it was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. I hope we get my wife on here one day too. Yeah, yeah, I think that would definitely be a good idea. Um, speaking of appreciation, I want to call out. There were uh, multiple people who on Facebook, you know, gave me well wishes mm. and said, "Hey, hoping you for the best, hope feel better, and all that kind of stuff." So thank y'all, anybody you know who reached out or even just kind of thought about me. Um, I didn't think and, about you uh, at all. Sorry, <laughs> liar. You think about me all the all damn the time. time. <laughs> uh, so yes, th- big thank you, big appreciation for all of y'all who, um, you know, had kind of get well wishes uh, for me. So appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we have right. we, hey, we have great fans. We do. We yes, really we do. do have great fans. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, um, all right, so I will go with uh, count them down. My number three is man. This season started off so much stronger than I ever thought it was going to with the mango. And mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, I don't have IMDb right in front of me. But the the Joe J- Joe's you know the the guy who ran the the fruit stand. Mm-hmm. Boy, we said it on that episode. I wish he was a, a regular character. He fit so perfectly there for the small <laughs> amount of screen time that he had. I thought he was just a pure delight, and that episode was better than I ever thought it was going to be. Agreed. We it surprised the hell out of both of both us. Both of us. As to why 
uh, or that that it was going to start off with a five. Started off with a five for both of us. Um, the mango is actually my number two. Oh, so that's why it um, you know fit perfect transition into that. But yeah, really funny episode, and yeah, it just it really had no faults. And maybe we were just excited about getting into season five. But no, you know, even go back and look at it, it's just like that's a really damn good good episode. And it and it with Joe and everything, it kind of works as yeah. kind of an interesting little standalone episode. But mm-hmm. it is strong. And you know what? They they probably knew it too. That's probably why they stacked it. You know, right there. But it it yep. is damn strong and and definitely worth a revisit if you don't really remember that episode because it's not an it's not an episode that even now knowing that i gave it a five it still doesn't kind of jump out in my head you know kind mm-hmm. kind of like my number two episode which we just reviewed just recently and that is episode 19 the fire i we, yeah. we talked about it on that episode neither of us thought like like if you'd asked us prior to it, like how high we would have rated that, but man, oh man, boy, was that a pleasantly fun surprise with John Favreau and his giant shoe. It was. Um, and that's why the, that was my top one. Yeah. Steal my thunders, but I totally get it. Uh, the fire had a lot of just solid moments to it that just kept it, kept it moving. Well, there's a lot of good, I think interweaving, if I remember correctly on that episode, um, just, all out funny, man. I mean, Toby annoyed the hell out of me on that episode, as I mentioned before, but she does exactly what she was supposed to do. And she did it so well. Um, I think the only thing we had a problem with was how she, like the editing of how she got her toe lost, you know, was right. Yeah. I wanted to see something. It was just, well, they had a weird cut onto Kramer's face. Yeah. (laughs) It was, that was the only thing weird. Yeah. But, but it had maybe the best, uh, you know, monologue from Seinfeld, maybe, but uh, Kramer's toe, you know, story of him getting it back, and now he's driving the bus. Like <laughs> that was so man, good. that is so so perfect, Kramer, right there. Yeah, it is. It is good, and you know, kind of a good segue into my number one, which is the marine biologist. That is my favorite monologue. It is one of my favorite moments of Seinfeld history. One of my favorite TV moments of all time is George delivering that monologue. Now, I agree with you, Adam. I do think that the bus is a bit more energetic. It's a bit yeah. more fun. But for there is just something about the way the 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 marine biologist monologue was handled that I just freaking love it. I'm 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 captivated. Like I watch it. Like like you watch uh, uh, Quint talking about the USS Indianapolis and in, yeah, in Jaws. I just watch it and I'm like, oh my god, I love it so much. Yeah. Um. I, and I don't blame you. A lot of people really love that monologue and they hold that up as one of the greatest Seinfeld moments period. And and speaking of moments like this season, I just want to sh- th- uh, throw out there really quick. It wasn't one of my favorite episodes, uh, the sniffing accountant, but here's to feeling good all the time is one of another one of my favorite Seinfeld things yeah. ever. I mean, I have a shirt of it. It's the yes. only it's the only cheer I ever ever give ever. I will never give another <laughs> cheer other than that. You know, um, it's just that's a great one. So having that and the marine biologist monologue both in the same season. In, in the same season with the Kramer and the Toe one and the bus one, it's like, wow. And, and you know, we were a little unimpressed with the writing in the finale of this season with of The Opposite. But this season has given us some fantastic writing, like, overall, you know? Yep. Yep. Without question. 
Hey everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. And now, back to the show. Yeah, I mean, we also got, uh, uh, we got to see, oh my gosh, why well, can't I remember, the guy from, he was in Scrubs, he was Ted in Scrubs, um, you know, with, with oh, yeah, the, you, uh, the mannequin episode, yeah, we, gotta get, got him, we got him kind of brought back, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a tag little, hey, there were that, you know, and again, also with the, even in the opposite, that the Cigar Stork Indian, which was this season earlier, but like, when they throw those little things in there, it's just, it's a nod to the people who've been watching for a long time and it just makes you happy if you watch multiple episodes of Seinfeld you get these little extra things in there that just get glossed over by people who might only watch it either in syndication mm-hmm. or not notice it all that much but being the super fans you're getting more and more out of it and I, I am appreciating more and more out of it because not once and I've and I know we've said this before but you don't think of Seinfeld as a show that references Mm -hmm. back to itself a lot something like how i met your mother that's what they do with a lot of their comedy they even reference themselves in the future without telling you what's going to happen and then like two or three seasons later you'll find it out and it's just like oh man it's rewarding people who um you know who are watching that entire time seinfeld does have some of those moments and it's particularly enjoyable it it has more than i thought it did having re you know going through the show like this so yeah man season five dude was uh freaking blast but we also know going into season six that we've lost tom sharon's and we've mm-hmm. lost um larry larry Day- charles larry charles <laughs> yep. uh, we, we lost both of them going into season six so i larry david's still there i think what until is it eight is it seven is he yeah no i think i think he's through seven and then i think it's the start of eight is i believe uh, yeah, Larry David. Larry David wrote wrote, wrote uh, stuff in season seven. Okay, and then I do not see his name in eight. Okay, for writing. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see in season six what kind of. Uh, and I, I don't want to say like what kind of a hit, but I want to see what kind of like different directions in writing and comedy styles that the show goes in. And also too, we've saw we've seen this season, uh, season five. They've started tinkering with the the like no stand up at the end, uh, throwing mm-hmm. in some stingers at the end when when applicable. Maybe even too many, one would say, in in a couple episodes, and yep. <laughs> to the point where you you miss the last one in the last five seconds. Yeah. Um, the barber, but uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. You can tell they're trying to mix up 
up the formula this season and kind of seeing what works and then knowing going into season six, I am curious when we're going to start losing more of the back end stand-ups and everything. I mean, at this point, we've, we've lost the middle one. We've lost the middle stand-up completely ever since like season two, you know, and, and yeah. I think. I think the the beginning stand up is pretty secure and still until like I think mm-hmm. season eight or something. But it's the I'm curious when the end stand up starts just to get like left out basically. Yeah, be curious to see. Yeah. So yeah, I did my average for the season just to kind of see where this season officially compared to the previous seasons. So um, season two had a two point eight was the overall that I gave for season two. Season three had a right at average of three. Season four had a 3.14. And this was a big jump or a 3.69. Damn. So that's a, that's a you know a full half a point and over um, to where it had, had jumped up in its average. So that really shows the consistency of this season um, was significantly better than what we've had before. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't keep track of mine as well as you do, mm-hmm. but, I mean, honestly, we're never too far apart on our ratings, and I kind of feel like things sort of even out. Sometimes I'll give something a little bit lower, and you'll like it a mm-hmm. little bit higher. So I think at the end of the day, mine are probably overall probably. similar to yours yeah. as well. I would think so. Yeah. So, Absolutely. but great season, man. Lot of lot of fun. Well, Corey, there's actually one other thing that I'm really super excited about. Um, as everyone knows, we have our Patreon, and for Uno Dinero, uh, you can get all of our content, um, you know, ad free and all this other stuff. But we are creating another tier and a different price point. Uh, we are going to start giving every month an exclusive episode two patrons of that tier and we are going to be reviewing curb your enthusiasm that's right and the awesome thing is guys i'm sure i'm sure you know you've probably heard by now Adam has seen it, but I haven't. So we are going to be have that's the dynamic we're going to have going into this. And I am so excited to actually dig into this show. And and because the reason I've never watched it was because I, I have a hard time with like cringe humor. You know, I always when I was a kid, I called it like three's company humor. It's just like anytime you just cringe, you're like, oh, God, I can't watch this. And yeah. I know every episode I see I loved of Curb, but at the same time, it made me sweat like I was just so cringe cringed mm. out by it but you know having to do it for a podcast and, and and you know obviously i want to do it but having to do it for a podcast will kind of make me kind of go through it and there couldn't be a better time to do that so i am so excited to kind of finally see what the what the whole thing with curb is all about i mean this is all new to me dude yeah very enjoyable show um yeah you're you're a you're a Jerry is your main guy, mm-hmm. not George is your main guy. And that's what the thing is. Curb is Larry David, yeah. who really is George. And so you get a lot of that cringe kind of humor. Um, but there's a lot of Seinfeld tie-ins. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, the character, the actors come on, um, you know, frequently enough. And so there is a, I think you're going to enjoy it. And I think our Seinfeld fans are going to really enjoy it. Because if there's one show to, to yeah. tie in with Seinfeld, it's Curb, man. Yeah, no. it's And this is something that, that Adam and I have been talking back and forth about. And, I yeah, I think it's I, – I want to do this so bad. So I'm excited to get into Curb. But like Adam said – it will be a Patreon exclusive show. You will not hear it, you know, the full thing. Mm-hmm. You will not hear the full thing on um, any of the free feeds. Down the road, we may release an episode or two just to kind of, you know, plug it or whatever. But it is create it, that buzz. Yeah, to create a buzz. <laughs> but it will be a 
Patreon exclusive show. Just, just like Jane in the Hamptons trying to create a buzz. Yeah, man. dude. That's what I'm doing. That's, that's, that was such a word. modern term, too. Like, that was, yeah. that felt so current when they said that. I was like, holy shit. Yes. They were almost like influencers, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to get into Curb, and I think you guys are going to love it. Same format as this. We're going to go through it and uh, break it down. Same as here. So, it'll be a yep. first time for old corn dog to hear this. So, uh, <laughs> to see it. So, it'll be fun. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, yeah, I, at, I don't use that a lot on here. Corn dog was my. Corn dog? No, was that, my, was, uh, that, that, that was my I nickname didn't care for when that. I was a kid. I was uh, oh. in, in middle school. My buddy Luke gave me the corn dog nickname, and uh, mainly because we ate corn dogs one night and I threw up. So, he just calls me corn dog. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm looking ahead at season six, and we've got some exciting ones. Um, you know, we got Big Salad. Mm-hmm. We've got oh, the soup. Uh, shit, yeah. We've got uh, Fusilli Jerry. We've got some other good ones. Now we've got two that I'm not excited for. Mm. Which ones? We've got the highlights of 100, which is uh, oh. one big episode. So are we are we gonna are we gonna do that episode? Like, are I I don't know, man. That's a question. That's a question that we want to bring up. I mean, we don't need to go scene by scene on that one um, because there's no real scenes. It's just the highlights. So, I mean, it's considered they have it here on at least I'm looking on like the Wikipedia. It's, you know, it, it was a full block um, out, you know, an hour episode. Yeah, I don't know. We have to decide if we want to rate, you know, if we want to rate it and we want to talk about it or not. I honestly, in in the vein of completionism, I say yeah. we do it. I say we. Uh, I, we I say it, so yeah. too. We're not going to run by, but we'll talk about like you know the the, the different bits that they thought were yeah. important. We'll kind of write that down and talk about them, and you know, see, you know, what it'll be good to talk about. Like, hey, are there any thoughts, things that we thought didn't make it that we felt should have yeah. and, and other stuff that they put in that was like, that wasn't that funny. So yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to do highlights, but like highlight reels are just like, yeah, for I me. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a cop out. I say that saying on blast from our past, I did a highlight reel for our hundredth episode and it was a lot of work. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it wasn't quite a cop out. I remember you doing yeah. it. I believe it took you four months to put it together it or was, something like that. Yeah. Well, we took like, I had the ambitious uh, task of I wanted to pick a, uh, a fun quote from our first 99 episodes. And so me and John had to go through and listen to like every episode again and be like, OK, that's a funny line. We'll put that in there. And it got taxing. <laughs> I can imagine, dude. Especially, you know, you know that I'm the kind of person that once I'm done yeah. with it, it's over. It's burned. I do not want to go back and revisit old content at all. Yes. <laughs> but I am proud of putting that together. Yeah. And I do think for people who want to get a little hint of some of our funnier moments, it might be a really good episode to do. And so maybe that's exactly why the highlights of 100 is good for anybody. You know, it might be good for someone um, who doesn't really know Seinfeld, but hey, here's some really, really funny spots. So I mean, thing. speaking of 100, we're I mean we're on like episode like 88 or something of of mm-hmm. Cartwright. So <laughs> it's it's we'll hit 100, I guess, before they do technically because we have the wrap ups in yep. there. But it it'll be close. It'll be around the same time. So yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think they consider some of their doubles. We consider the doubles as one, one episode. Yeah, exactly. They consider the doubles separate, right? Because there's kind of like a syndication count Ooh. where. So maybe um, we will hit it. Like, we might right not. at the same time. Then it might be close. Huh? Yeah, it might be very close. Interesting. Well, so. we got big shit coming in season six. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, big shit made me get to a terrible. 
thing. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, as yeah. you guys know, we will be on hiatus for a week and uh, next week. So maybe swing on by our Patreon and listen to yeah. some uh, older episodes. Also, keep in mind, too, all you guys and gals out there who listen to the free feeds. Uh, like we said, if you're just discovering us, um, season four is, is up on the free feeds now. But as soon as we dig into season six, season four is going to go behind the Patreon wall. But mm-hmm. season five will stay out. So basically, we always have one full season out and then the season that we're working on. And then everything else behind it will be, uh, like we said, for one whopping dollar, you get 80 yep. some episodes completely ad free. So please check out our Patreon account. Also, keep uh, keep an eye out around uh, the beginning of season six. We'll be launching a, like I said, a Patreon exclusive show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And uh yeah, if you need other shows to listen to during the, the, the week hiatus, then please go check out the Blast From Our Past podcast with Adam and John. Check out Throwback Trivia Takedown, also with Adam and John. Uh, check out Talking Back with uh, Dean and Tim. What uh, what do they got going on over there these days? Uh, they're talking quite a bit of Star Trek right now, but they're also like jumping in with some um, other comics and things that I've yeah. actually even hadn't seen. So they're they're. I, I really appreciate what they do is uh, they're kind of all over the place in their pop culture. Um, me and John kind of stick to, you know, just some of like the bigger known stuff. Um, but Tim and Dean are all jumping all over there. But they'll hit that. They'll hit uh, lesser known stuff. Um, and just you really have a good conversation with it. And then you and Zach are almost always doing the lesser known stuff <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Podcasting <laughs> After Dark. But you guys talk about it in depth and you really get to do fantastic breakdowns. The, the lesser known stuff is our bread and butter <laughs> over mm-hmm. Podcasting After Dark. So, yeah, like Adam said, please check us out over there. Uh, you can find every single show that we mention in our network over on our network website. And that is BFOPnetwork.com. Again, that's BFOPnetwork.com. BFOPnetwork.com. Sometimes you ref- you hear it referred to as BFOP. Man, I hadn't said that in a while. I, that was good. I know, and I, I was like, <laughs> I really wanted to hear it too. That really made me feel good inside. Yes. Uh, I have I have the the link in the episode notes in every single episode. You can click on it there, and uh, then on the the network website, you can find all the the podcatcher yep. links to every single podcast in in our network. And uh, we love them all. We we love and support every single. You know, I say we love and listen to every single podcast in our network, and I think that right there should be the barometer that people use so all right one week hiatus and then next week will be or then the following week we'll be back with season six do we know the name of the first episode of season six it is the chaperone the chaperone have you been wondering where's the beef Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.